Good morning and welcome, welcome, welcome to Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. I thank you for tuning in this beautiful Tuesday morning, November the 29th, 2022. I really hope that you had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving and that you got a chance to celebrate it with the people in whom you love the most. Okay, because that that is so important to not just celebrate the holiday seasons, but it's so important to celebrate it with the people that you love and with the people who truly, truly love you. So that's some food for thought. But this Tuesday morning, we're going to get into God's word. I have a message for you to encourage your heart, to uplift your soul and to bring joy, unspeakable joy into your midst today. As we focus on the scripture today, I pray that it will truly bless you. So I want you to gather your pen and papers and just begin to write down these these scriptures, which is God's promises to you and to I that will bring forth healing in our lives. So the first scripture we're going to focus on is found in the book of Psalms 37 verse 4, where it says to take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. This message today is entitled, Take Delight, because the Lord wants us to understand and know that when we choose to take delight in him more than anything in our lives, or even on the the throne of our hearts, when we choose and put God's first, I'm sorry, and when we put God first, on the throne of our hearts, more than anything, the Lord is going to do something in return because that's just who he is. Now, it doesn't mean that we are to con God because no one can con God, right? No one can mock God, but to delight, we we must enjoy doing it. We must enjoy coming to the Lord. We must learn to enjoy spending time with our Lord and Savior, spending time at his feet basking in the presence of his love because when you delight in someone you enjoy their company it brings your heart delight to be around them and when you spend time in the presence of the lord not only does god fill your heart with joy but he brings forth hope he brings forth healing he brings forth restoration he brings forth deliverance And he also gives you a renewed heart, a renewed mind, and he gives you revelation concerning what is it that he wants to do, not only in your life, but in the lives of those surrounding your life and what he wants to do also in the future. But the scriptures let us know that when we choose to delight, okay, when we choose to search the heart of God, when we choose to spend time with the one who's created us to worship, then it says, and he, God himself, will give you the desires. Why is the desires of our heart so important to the Lord? Not to ourselves, not to others, not to your spouse, is God first and then your spouse, then your family. Because ultimately, first, the desires are important to the Lord because 
our desires should become what the Lord desires for us. And it should never be what we desire first should come before the Lord. But it's because when we have things set in order in our lives, ultimately it's always what God desires first as we delight in him. And then the Lord, when he sees these things not done, not grudgingly, but wholeheartedly as we are enjoying his fellowship, enjoying praising him, enjoying worshiping him, enjoying being obedient to him. It says, and he will give you the desires of your heart. What is it that your heart longs for? What is it that you are asking the Lord to do on your behalf that you know that no one else can do except the Lord himself, except the Lord, the power of the Lord intervene and answer your prayer? You know that nobody else in this world can give you the desires of your heart like the Lord. Now, I'm going to skip over a little bit and turn to a scripture that helps us understand why it was important to seek the Lord. And this person was a king who chose to delight himself in the Lord without even asking what his flesh or his self will because a lot of times selfishness get in the way of God's will but because this king chose to seek the Lord with everything in his being because he knew the ways of the Lord okay and the king that I'm talking about this morning is King Solomon King Solomon took delight in the Lord it was because he truly loved the Lord you cannot you and I cannot take delight truly wholeheartedly in the Lord if we don't first love him. And that's with anything or anybody, even to those that are married. For a married person, you cannot take delight in your spouse if you don't truly love your spouse unconditionally. You would never be able to enjoy their company, their fellowship, their comfort, even to the singles. But God requires the singles to delight in him also. And it says that um, I want you to be reminded that to take delight in the Lord, it means that we show our love for the Lord, our, our compassion, our commitment, our devotion to the Lord by choosing to walk in obedience unto the Lord. Because not delighting in him will lead you astray from the presence of the Lord. Been there before. And that's not a good place to be in. To be led from the presence of the one who can give you what you desire. No matter how long it may take. But as you continuously seeking the Lord. Walking up right before him. Honoring his statutes. Following his command. And Solomon obviously learned the ways of the Lord, learned how to take delight in the Lord by watching his father, David. And that's why it's so important as parents to teach and train your child, because somebody is watching what you're doing. David obviously knew how to delight in the Lord 
by clearly watching his father. And there was a requirement in those who knew the Lord. They, they chose to offer up sacrifices unto the Lord. It was important. So I want you to turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 3. And it says, Solomon showed his love for the Lord by walking according to the statue of his father David, except that he offered sacrifices and burned incense on the high places. The king went to Gibeon to offer sacrifices, for that was the most important high place, and Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. Remember that God's word says that he loves a cheerful giver. He could have just put one. But because he truly loved the Lord, it says that he offered a thousand burnt offerings. So that means when you love someone, you're going to give them everything. From the very presence of your heart, you're going to give them your time. You're going to give them your money. That's what he did. He gave the Lord his money. He gave the Lord his heart. And he showed it. He demonstrated in love because he could have withheld it from the Lord. But he offered it to the Lord as a burnt offering on the altar. And that that was a perfect example of the king taking delight in the Lord. And let me show you to prove that God is true to his word, that he says he will give you the desires of your heart. It says in verse five, at Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream. And God said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. That correlates so closely with the book of Psalms, verse 37 and 4. God said, ask whatever you want me to give you. And Solomon answered, you have shown great kindness to your servant, my father David, because he was faithful to you and righteous and upright in heart. You have continued this great kindness to him and have given him a son to sit on his throne every day. Now, O oh Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David. But I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Now, he's having a conversation with the Lord. God said, ask whatever basically you will. Whatever you want me to give you. And in verse 8, it says, Your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people, too numerous to count or number. So this is what he asks for in verse 9. It says, So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? Verse 10, it says the Lord was pleased that Solomon asked for this. Solomon could have asked for his heart desire. But because he loved the Lord, God knew what 
to put in his heart. That he will ask of the Lord the right things. Because a lot of times you can pray and ask the Lord for things. And they're the wrong things because they don't align with the will of God. But as long as what we're asking and praying for aligns with the will of our father, then the Lord is going to answer it. But if it's not in his will, he will not answer it if it's not going to glorify him. And it says that the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. And it says, so God said to him, since you have asked for this and did not for long life or wealth for yourself, he didn't ask for pleasures of this world. He didn't even ask for money, nor have asked for the death of your enemies. He didn't ask for evil to befall upon those who hated him. But instead, he says, but for discernment and administering justice. That to me sounds like the very heart of the Lord. So it proves that Solomon not only loved the Lord, but he loved the Lord enough to ask for wisdom so that he can rightly discern between good and evil because he knew that in order to govern over God's people, he had to do it only with the level of wisdom God had bestowed upon him and not his selfish flesh. So he depended on the Lord. And in verse 12, we see it says, I will do what you have asked. God answers Solomon immediately. He says, I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never have been anyone like you, nor would there ever be. You are unique to the Lord. Solomon, King Solomon was unique to the Lord. And the Bible said that there would never be anyone like you. When God made Solomon, it was for his glory. When God made you, it was for his glory. When God made me, it was for his glory. And God said, not only will I give you what you ask for me, but in verse 13, he says, moreover, I will give you what you have not Acts 4. Listen to what the Lord says to Solomon. He says, I will give you what you have not asked for. Solomon did not ask for riches. He says both riches and honor. Because there are a lot of people who rule in positions who want to be honored. They want to be glorified. And especially people of God have to be very, very careful not to take God's glory because the glory belongs to the Lord. It does not belong to us. And he says, so that in your lifetime, you will have no equal among kings. And if you walk in my ways, notice earlier I stated that to know the ways of the Lord was so important. And Solomon said to David, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry. And God said to Solomon, and if you walk in my ways and obey my statutes and commands as David your father did, I will give you a long life. Long life. So a part in choosing to delight in the Lord comes with long life. Long life and more 
than what we could ever dream or imagine when we choose to truly delight in him. So this is the message for today. I pray that as you go about your day and your schedule, that you will truly choose to delight your heart in the Lord. And as you petition him for the things that pleases his heart, then you can count it all joy and be assured that God will answer your prayers as he has always done so faithfully in the past. Today, I pray that God will bless you and keep your mind in perfect peace as you choose to keep your heart stay upon him. And remember that choosing to delight in the Lord will bring blessings not only to your soul, but it will also give you long life. May God bless you in the reading of his word. Until next time, I hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening to Hearts Knit Together in Christ Ministries. Also, if you get a chance, please send me an email and let me know how these messages are blessing you. I would love for you to share your testimony. You can email me at heartsknittogetherinchrist at gmail.com. Again, it is heartsknittogetherinchrist at gmail.com. I would love to share what you have wrote in writing to those that are listening faithfully. Thank you again. God bless.